Hey, how's it going, everybody? It is the Fantasy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glazer. It is Tuesday again, and it is a very wet Tuesday here in Boston, unfortunately. Somebody, somebody decide and tell Mother Nature to just make up her damn mind. It was nice this weekend, and now it's cold. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, May. Right. What the hell? It was summer for like two days, and now it's what back to spring. I don't know. Yeah. So, sorry, making it up. So let's yeah. have a beer. Yeah. And of course, we're recording just outside Boston, Massachusetts. Everybody, make sure you check us out on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, email the show. We did get an email actually, so uh, we'll, we'll we'll give you guys the the lowdown on that. And we have. I'd say one question uh, from the Twitterverse that we can help out with as well. Well, we like do like helping people. Yep. And it's nice that people are contacting us and, and not being abusive. Yeah. I, I still don't know what's wrong. <laughs> step, ro- step one, don't be abused. <laughs> All right, we got we well, accomplished we got, step one. Yeah, something's <laughs> weird about that. We're on, we're on Twitter and not getting abused. Something, I don't know if we're doing something <laughs> right or wrong. I don't know. According to some people, it's, it's wrong, but whatever. <laughs> Those people might not be trusted. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, to nobody's surprise, it, it appears David Pocock will hang up his super rugby boots at the very least. Um, he's played his last super rugby game. He's not going to play the rest of the season. And I would, he says he's going to play in Japan after the World Cup. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, I'll believe when I see it. He's, he's had, uh, a rough go of it. He's a broken man. (laughs) He's a very broken man. Might be time to just. Walk away yeah, now while you still there's can. A po- there's a point because you know it was. I don't remember who who I was listening to. Horwell was on pot, was on the other rugby pod, mm-hmm. and he's like, "It's better to walk away a year early than a year late." Yep. And I said, "Yeah, that's probably true because <laughs> you can still walk a year early. A year late, you might be in trouble." So I I feel that, and I think David Pocock needs to. He he's on time. Let's put it that way. Right. Call it that. Um, other World Cup unfortunate news: uh, Sean O'Brien's going to miss the World Cup with a after a, a, getting a nasty injury in the Pro 14 final. That that is extremely unfortunate. Yeah, and that uh, that's going to be hard for Ireland to to overcome. <laughs> Except they have a ton of loose forwards well, that they, they can probably throw in there. He is a great he is a he, great loose forward. Right. I'm not going to knock him. Obviously, um, I think it is a big blow. Uh, the fact that they don't have Dan Levy on top of not having him, I think, is the big one. Dan Levy's a flipping great forward. He's a big old strong farm boy is what he is. And he'd be the obvious replacement, but he's hurt too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But, I mean, for me, in the back row, the guy that they can't lose is Omani. Right. <laughs> that would be yeah. the guy to not lose. And thankfully, he finished his Munster season still in one piece. So, Although he's he's more of a, a – he's, he's – Great on defense, mm. not so much a dynamic player with, with ball in hand. No, and and not gonna bring that presence to the attack the way yeah. you know Sean O'Brien. Yeah, he does. does. And he's so, not like a he's not a ball, ball winner, but he's a leader. Right, he is a he's, leader. He's extremely valuable, and and the, the his play against New Zealand right. last summer is, is or fall last um, fall. Yeah, is is exactly why he's he's invaluable. You got to have both halves of that. No, I agree. I agree. It's you can't, but I think you could. You can make up a little bit of what Sean O'Brien has somewhere else to find another Peter Omani might be a different story. True. So that's that was my thought on that, especially um, for the way their team operates, which is very much a defensive. Yeah, 
break our break down our wall, right. you win. If you don't, guess what? We're right. winning. <laughs> so what they yeah. So Omani gives them what they need. Um, in in that respect, mm-hmm. O'Brien gave them a little bit of juice on on the attack. So yeah, yeah. He's it's he a is a he is a, t- he is a tough ball. Carrier. You need both. So yep. hopefully uh, for Ireland's sake, they can... he's a fetcher too for right. sure. Not unlike our our friend David Pocock. Yeah. Um, definitely a fetcher. Definitely somebody you need on your team and on your sheet. Um, other news. Late breaking. Late breaking. <laughs> late breaking <laughs> news that that Lester, a bunch of freaking morons. Um, Jordan Murphy has been banned for the first three weeks of meaningful matches, which I assume means not preseason. Um, I just assumed that meant he was going to be able to coach the whole season. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Jeez, the way their season finished, it was. I'm pretty not sure meaningless they're going to have many meaningful like games weeks. next year. The last three weeks were pretty meaningless. Yeah. Well, okay. well, maybe it's maybe it's that 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 the first three weeks, the first three regular season games are are technically meaningful because everybody's got a shot early in the season. Always. So so I guess, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> um. Well, to be I mean, to be fair, this this club used to see the premiership as the B as the B competition. Right. And see the and see Europe as like the one they were trying to line everybody up for. So but the, those days have gone that's, by. That's the past, man. Yeah, the, Living those the days now. have very much gone by at this point. Especially with their with their recruitment issues, although apparently they're they it sounds like they're trying to do some good recruiting, but I still think that they need to Search within the league, search within obviously their own academy, mm-hmm. in order to fill backfill some of the ranks. I think pulling in other talent from around the world is needed. Every team's doing it, including the Saracens. Yeah, but I don't. If you're going to lean heavily on just that, that's going to be a big problem. Yeah. And you see Wasps, which have had a huge issue with around the world talent that doesn't always gel quite the way you ex- expect it to. Um, yeah, well, all these teams that are pulling in otherworldly talent from literally other worlds, um, you know, it, it, they're, I can see that they're going to have some continuity issues like Sale. Right. They're going to have some serious issues. Look at Montpellier. They had a load of South Africans in their team. I think freaking one match they had like 10 in the, starting, in the starting lineup. I was like, something about this isn't right, and it didn't work. So, yeah, no. I think they. I think they need to make take a hard look at. I think these teams need to take a hard look at how much recruitment they really want to do from around the world. I know some guys are chasing coin, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But still. But to relate it to for for our American listeners, uh, it's a lot like you see some some of the great NFL franchises, and and how they work with free agency, and it's that you use that kind of you just use that to supplement your team. Yes. Not so much. To, to build your team around I've always a, a been a big believer in that free agents yep um, so it's the same way with overseas players in in in, in rugby they're yeah. good to have like you, you can get depth. amazing talent and depth but you can't you can't make them that like the lifeblood of your team no hell no especially not with the academy systems and all this like these guys have put in blood sweat and tears over the right. years and suddenly they lose their job to the some guy schmo come, from, comes in from overseas and fucks it up because he doesn't really care about the system. Yeah. And, you know, case in point, when Northampton went down a few years ago, they had a hard split between the UK guys and the guys from um, beyond Europe. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it, it was really it was really evident and it divided the locker room and guess what? They got relegated. Yeah. So, yeah, be a little weary when you do that. So that's just my, my thoughts. Uh, Premiership semifinals. 
Um, really, these were similar matches in terms of how they went. In competitiveness. Where, well, in terms of, you know, the the lower seed started started well, mm-hmm. didn't start poorly, uh, kept it kept it interesting for a while and made us watch, but then just, just eventually faded. Couldn't hold on. Yeah, just a, l- a little too much to overwhelm. I mean. I mean, so starting with the Saracens match, when Nick Tompkins comes off the bench for your captain and scores a hat trick anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whoops. Tompkins comes on and we're all kind of like, I don't know, like this, or not Tompkins comes on, but, but Barrett, Barrett goes, goes off. off. That's it's, more, it's less, that was less the Tompkins part. coming on, but it's more Barrett more going off. And, and you're like, oh shit, what, what, what's going to happen here? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was right around the same time um, Slater went off. Yeah, for, oh, uh, for Gloucester. Was, so it was just a, a bunch of a bunch of injuries, right around the same time. Mm. That uh, obviously for for Saracens, it didn't affect them nearly as much. No, as as it did Gloucester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was they both came off at twenty seven minutes, basically. Ugh. That's that's really unfortunate. Uh, I and I and I like me some Ed, Ed Slater too. So right. I saw him go off, and I'm like, oh, that's really unfortunate because, again, I, I like the guy, and I think he's a well-respected player mm-hmm. in the league as well. So. And for good reason. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I, I felt a little bad for Slater. Um, but, yeah, back to it. I mean, <laughs> don't let just don't let Maro Otoje get loose, and that's a, that's a good start usually. He is – he's becoming – he's finally evolving into that I'm going to take this for a run – Type yeah. player, which you'd, you'd seen flashes of it, and he's an incredibly selfless player, and generally, tr- I, th- I think he doesn't back him. He didn't until recently back himself enough and say, you know what, I can beat this one defender, and then I'm going for a run. Um, now suddenly, I, th- I think uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. Some I can't remember what it was, but I even mentioned it here. But some team pissed him off, and he was like, "Oh, okay. Well, now I'm just going to run the run at you <laughs> yeah. and, and see what happens." I and think, suddenly um, he broke the line and kept going. Probably, uh, I think lost maybe. Um, I thought it was, for some reason I think it was a Champions Cup match. Well, that would have been and the I, semifinal yeah, against Munster. It, it might have been that, um, where he he started instead of throwing a pass that he normally throws, throwing a dummy, and then. Then Smash hitting the gap, yeah, yeah. Um, and and that was evident in, in this match. <laughs> he yeah, had he, was, a, he was ready to run. Yeah, he had his running shoes on. Yes, he did. He's, um, I mean, he, I think youth sometimes does that to people, and he's still fairly young. That's yes, the scary he's incredibly thought. young. <laughs> so you know, it, again, at, when you're when you're that young, you have, yeah, you, know, you have some confidence issues sometimes. Mm-hmm. So. It's it's to be understood, right? You well, don't want to be like, oh, I'm again. It's the the, the selfish versus selfless. You know, mm-hmm. you have guys like the Vunapolas, um, and the other back rows that that Saris have, like Ray and Rody yep. and, and and those guys. You're like, yeah, I'll give. Let, I want to see them run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll support them. Yeah. To no, no, no. I belong right up alongside them, and as far as carries. Yeah, he that, could totally take some carries and be effective with it. Right, he just needs to believe it. Yeah, and um, I think he's, I think he's he start starting to believe. Right, same. I think so too. Um, Saracens take care of business, forty-four to fourteen. Do I, remember, do I remember that score correctly? Or am I looking at it correctly? Yes, I am. Or, nineteen. Nineteen. Damn. Sorry, sorry, Gloucester. Give you one less try. 
<laughs> Speaking of Gloucester Shies, though, <laughs> Rue Andrea continuing the theme of props that do well against uh, against the Saracens. Expert dummy. What what a dummy he threw. <laughs> Not bad and, for a front row. How you buy that as a, uh, I don't remember, I don't, was it Goody? It must have been Goody. It might have been. Um, He's still drunk from a couple yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, yeah. that was a. Uh, that it was a, well done. You kind of don't expect a prop to throw a dummy like that. So, so indeed, good job to him. Yeah, right. Um, but I mean, yeah, they they started hot. Ben Morgan over in the corner. Yeah, that, that was a that was a worrying start. I was like, oh, we're gonna do this now, huh? And it was fascinating to me because that's the 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 one weakness that the, the Saracens had in that that type of defense. They they really shut down the. Um, and as we've been noting, um, well, I've been noting anyway, Gloucester kind of has one play that they love to run, right. which is that blockers line. They, 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 they do it all the time. Get something out the back. And, and going out the back. And Sari said, you know, we're stopping that. We're going to make you go to a second But you're something idea. else here, guys. And that's what they did. They, they, ran, they ran something that looked just like they were going to run a double blockers. And instead yep. of throwing that second pass, they hit an inside ball. And that, I, I don't remember who it was who came through there. Because um, mm. Morgan finished it, but it wasn't him. Right. It was somebody uh, else coming through. Might have been Atkinson, maybe. Um, it may have been. And, but that line, he went right underneath all of the Saris defenders who had yeah. come up to, to to guard against that out the back pass, and boom! Now he he's behind the defense, and mm. and it's on. Yep. Um, and that's a hard pass to make because it's so easy to throw that forward. Oh, very, um, very, very. If you don't time it well, and the other and the other guy's impatient on top of right. it, it's like. Ugh. Ends poorly for a lot of reasons, and that 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 was very well done and a good line, um, and yeah, put it right in the corner. Yep, yeah, so, big old, big Ben Morgan. Yeah, you're not going to stop him. Right look, stopping him from no. five meters out doesn't usually work, especially if he's got a high steam. Uh, very, very good match from from hit. I mean, he he did what he could. There's only yeah. so much you can do when your team just feels like it's overwhelmed. Because then Saracens pegged back almost immediately with Sean Maitland in the corner for, right off the kickoff. From, <laughs> from, just... Yeah, from from yeah. Uh, Owen Farrell. It's just you know, I mean the guys that they needed to step up, stepped up. The with Barrett's absent, both centers stepped mm-hmm. up huge. Not only Tompkins, but Lazowski did too. He, he did. was making a lot of plays and and creating a lot of havoc for for Gloucester. So uh, both centers played very well in considering that their captain was is is their center mm. it was great to see them step up and say yeah we got you cap no no big deal we'll 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 carry this home but yeah big big gains for for the big names that you expect in in the Saracen shirt uh you know Jinx didn't have his best line out throwing day he was having no, probably the worst hurt, day he was hurt early shoulder and his shoulder was bugging him took, probably a stinger or something like right, that right so it, it took him two or three throws to get into it yeah and even that didn't hit them all. No. Yeah, they brought. Thankfully, this got a, a little got a little out of hand early, so they could bring Joe Gray on and get some ice on him. Yeah. Uh, I suspect he'll be available. Barrett's probably the race for fitness. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Hamstrings a little bit dicey at they best. Are. So they are. we'll and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, you don't want to re-aggravate. You don't want to lose a guy like five minutes into a match. No, it's the worst. You might as well just keep him out and have a sub ready to go. Um, so McCall's going to have some decisions to make probably. Yep. This weekend. Indeed, indeed. Saracens 44, Gloucester 19. Saracens go to Twickenham for the second year in a row. Uh, this is, <laughs> I mean, people are, people hate them, but, you know, <laughs> Gloucester, said, Gloucester fans were like, 
were saying boring, boring series. I was like, boring, boring series. Just forty points uh, on you guys. Points. Yeah, boring. <laughs> I don't, I don't care for boring. We just freaking smoked you guys. So yeah, I'm not sure how that was boring exactly. Yeah, and um, the whole can we play you every week thing comes back to bite them mm. pretty hard. Sorry guys. Uh, and then the other one, Exeter Northampton. Uh, it was it was somewhat tight for a little while. What was did it got to twelve fourteen or something like that after Northampton got their penalty try? Yeah. And then, and but then yeah, just it was fourteen seven and okay, yeah. And then oh, and then there was another try. There was another try. Yeah. So then they scored. Uh, Tuala scored. Right off one of Flaherty was had a yellow. So yep. Yeah, they had a they had two tries in two minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Northampton did to. To kind of bring him back into the into the match for a little bit. For a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but then that was the last that points the they scored. That was the end. Uh, Exeter just kind of Exeter Exeter the hell out of him and suffocated the life out of the game. Played some amazing defense, but it just never looked like Northampton knew what the fuck they were doing. Honestly, yeah. um, you know, they were down to back down, no Reese Marshall in this game unfortunately that was a that was a kicker and then Fish had to come off fairly early Daverduck came on probably a lot earlier than they wanted to I'm not sure they were ready to bring him on um but it, you know it, it they did make it interesting but in the end Joe Simmons had himself a, a great game he had a very very good game he is he was the re, he not to throw anybody under the bus I'd say he's the reason they lost the final last year because he didn't play very well and we took advantage of that. They turned it on eventually, but certainly Steenson coming on helped them um, help them get going again. But yeah, I'd say he's the reason that we won it last year because Simmons had a very very poor start. I'm not sure that's going to be the case this time around. I wouldn't bank on it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm definitely not. No, 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 no. Uh, very very good good performance from Exeter. They look as class as they ever do. And I, I, it's setting up a, a hell of a final. It's the final everybody thought it would be. Um, I know it's boring as shit because it was the same final as last year. It's the exact same final right. with Saracens being the two and Exeter being the one. But, uh, I mean, I wouldn't expect the same exact things to happen. Obviously, it's why you play the damn game. Right. But it's – it, and I understand people's like, oh, this is so boring. It's like, eh. well – you know, if it's so damn boring, how do your teams get the rock the fuck up and right. freaking beat one of these teams, would you? They're not doing anything. Like, neither Saracens nor Exeter do anything that no other team can do. Mm. They they play very sound, disciplined rugby, but they're also very aggressive in how they do it. Oh. So <laughs> you can be aggressive. You can, the key. you can be, um, can be creative while maintaining discipline. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot, a lot of creativity comes from ill discipline, or people don't know how to do one without the other. And right. I was like, yeah, you don't just chuck the ball around, but you know, you also don't just go one pass and eat it. Right. <laughs> that doesn't work well no, either. No, it doesn't. You gotta have, you gotta find a happy medium because, like, yeah, the, the the New Zealand style. Some of those teams, like, mm. I mean, look at how the Chiefs play. They're very loose. Very loose with the ball. Um, not terribly disciplined on defense and. Sometimes it works out great, right? But sometimes, but when it doesn't, it looks really bad. And that's yeah. when we talk about, you know, I, I did also notice that that uh, we didn't talk about bad sips that much for the last at least third of the season, if not half. 
maybe yeah, longer. he hasn't been amazing. No, he hasn't been amazing, but he also hasn't been looking like he's just chucking the ball all over no, the place. No, that his, was and that's really bad. Sips. His, his right, his players or his supporting teammates, they either figured out how to work together or he figured out how to work with them or probably a little bit of both. Probably a little bit of both. And that so they kind of knew what to expect. It's mm-hmm. a lot of oh, I didn't know he was going to throw that pass. Good. <laughs> Good. Well, You're not supposed to. Yeah. Um, but be ready for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, never a dummy, always an option. Right. So, uh, uh, you know, the things that, that Exeter do and, and Saracens do might not be sexy all the time. No. But sometimes they are. There's yeah. a lot of... of there's, there's a little bit of champagne thrown in there. I Let's mean, be shit, real about that this. That Maitland try. Yeah. That was beautiful. That was there, was, there was There was nowhere for Farrell to go. And he's just like, you know what? I'll chip it ahead. Cause, see what happens. Yeah, Maitland's got a head of steam. There's nobody there. So it's not like he had to... It's a kind bounce. Right. He, oh, that's, all, that's all it came down to was if this bounces just right or if... Okay, if this doesn't bounce wrong. Yeah. There, there's plenty. There's like 50 there ways this could go right. Maybe like five that could go wrong. So yeah. Play I'll the just, odds. Just go this through, <laughs> put this through, and, and it ended up a, a try. So yeah. that's not... You know that that's still disciplined because again you're making the smart decision. What's the worst thing that happens? It goes into touch on and... their on their on, on the opponent five, right? Like oh boo fucking who? We yeah. saw something so they really have to huff it out and send it back to good or or Sanjay or whatever, right? You know I'll take those odds. Yeah, same. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. He Sips gave a hell of an effort on the Liam Williams try though. All, almost bumped him out, but yeah. Williams got it down in enough time. But uh, I'll give Sips that uh, he's not known for the defense. No, I thought and, he I thought he did a good job in defense though. Yeah, um, I, certainly wasn't a liability. No, he wasn't the liability. Uh, one thing I will say uh, about the Exeter match is it was good to see, and he came back the last couple of matches as well. Sam Simmons, yes, back on the field, and he got over the line. Yes, he did. On top of that, uh, his brother converted it. Uh, you know, if people had this conversation uh, at the beginning of the season, who's on the plane? He's on the plane. Right now, it's more about him getting fit. And can he be fit and can he contribute? Because, you know, he can't even wrestle the starting spot back away from Kvesic or at least or one of the other right. well, loose he's forwards. Still, he's still coming back to – he's still not – quite to form yeah so it's, I mean, it wasn't uh, exactly the, it's a knee <laughs> right <laughs> it's a knee it's not fun no it's not it, there's zero percent fun in that no so it, it affects everything um, yeah no kidding so you gotta cutting you especially something that he does well which is cutting right you know especially for a big guy like his size yeah so so he's gonna it's gonna take him a little while yeah. but it's, it's assuming he's back to form in a, in a few months yeah he's got to be on the plane i would assume he's on the plane has to be yeah so I'm uh, glad to see you back, Sam Simmons. I'm, I wish you had held off a little bit longer, but <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be pissed that you returned from a knee injury because I was pretty bad. Um, back to, to the down under. Only two matches in the Premiership this weekend. Kind of yeah. weird. Um, to the down under for sure. Uh, your boys rocked up and put a W up against the Reds as we as we thought they might. Uh, Reds did not show anything particularly good to tell you the god's honest truth mm. but uh the uh what the hell's the guy what's the, what's the guy's name so cooler or something like that so like i uh loto so so i can't read i can't pronounce he, these names <laughs> he's um he's very good um somewhat new to the oh, team so cool. oh the chiefs okay. yeah for I the was chiefs the reds no nope, for the chiefs the he was he he seemed to be uh he seemed to be the one taking charge of the ball there he was very good uh, not somebody that I know particularly a lot about, but 
um, in the absence of some of the other guys that have been, have been out, including Sam Kane, who mm-hmm. is back. Uh, nice to see him. It is good to see him. Yeah, especially after a neck injury. Blech. That's never fun. That's never fun. Um, so, it, it was good to have have him back on the on the field for everybody. But obviously, no Brody Metallic. That's been a big yeah. That's been that's huge. been a big problem. Yeah, too uh, many too many injuries. And that, that was you know it, it is it's unfair to to not you know make the yeah. uh, the or at least not recognize that you know no Vitalik, no no uh, Damian Mack, yeah no McKenzie. That's a problem. Um, no Sam Kane. Yeah, those been, things. Yeah. They matter. A they do. Bit. They absolutely do. A little bit. You know, Tyler Ardron, who's a very dynamic forward in his own right, has been forced into the second row because of Noah Brody Metallic, and it's been it's had the knock on effect uh, on this team that they need to, you know, th- they need to find a way to fill that fill that second ro- second row role, and it's it's unfortunate that it's had to be somebody as good as Tyler Ardron, mm-hmm. but it's been a. Uh, it's been a it's been a tough old campaign for the Chiefs, but they did get over get over the line. Uh, so Akula got over the line on a on a bit of a loose play counter counterattack that went right for them and very wrong for the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> um, they haven't had Reds have been a little bit out of sorts without Hamish Stewart. I won't say that that's the reason that they're playing not so well, but that's mm-hmm. definitely been a uh, again a knock on effect. Uh, they had to bring in um, McGath or something like that, McGarth. But it's um some some young kid for that's playing fullback for them, and it's not been easy. So, uh, but Reds Reds did well Reds did well to try and at least rock up here. But there's only so much you can do. They kept getting nicked with crawling forward po- uh, mm. penalties on tri- potential tries, which is the dumbest thing you can do. Like you're clearly held, you know you're held. Stop trying to crawl towards the try line and freaking present the ball because all you're doing is giving away a penalty and letting the Chiefs relieve pressure. Yeah, it's just a little bit of uh, you know, try line fever. Yeah, I'm oh, so just... fucking close. I can just and, and... except you, except you're not. Yeah, <laughs> and guys will propel them, propel them. They were definitely propelling themselves yeah. forward from their knees, and it was clear. So well, it used it... to be okay. At least it used to be allowed a little bit more than mm-hmm. it is now. I think they're tightening up on that. They definitely are. Well, I mean, momentum's one thing, but that's just <laughs> yeah. No, that doesn't count as momentum, guys. Sorry to tell, sorry it, to tell it, you. It used to be that that, you know, you got your one move and, and right. it used to be that you if you wanted your one move to try to propel yourself forward a little right. bit, okay, but now they're like, no, you get your one move to place it. And that's mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, no, no, no. You No, 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 no. Yeah. You you have to place the ball. Damn. I have to do that now? Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> I was so. going to place it on that side of the try line. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but. <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, Chiefs do take care of business. Um, kind of put the – Reds aren't quite put to the sword, but, man, they, they can't – we're down to the point where you can't lose too many games in your conference if you even want a shot at the playoffs. So, uh, down go down go the Reds, up go the Chiefs, and we'll see what happens in the last three weeks here running in. Brumbies and Bulls. This definitely didn't go the way I expected it to. Uh, Bulls play, laid a huge egg. No Andre Pollard, and it was noticeable. Mm. So that did not help whatsoever. That didn't do, anybody any that didn't do them any favors whatsoever. Uh, it was just... I... I Quiver to wonder, like, really, is this Bulls team that bad without Andre Pollard? But it just seemed it. It really couldn't put my finger on anything else. They didn't play that. They had a, they have a decent back row. 
um, with the likes of Vermeulen and uh, Liebenberg. Snayman's basically a back rower on his own. <laughs> it's it, it's, but the the Rumbies did play well. The, to, I'm not going to take that away from Kurandrani was ripping them apart. Mm. Did, uh, did he get a hat trick? Yeah, he got a hat trick. So you know, and he runs the he he runs good hard lines on the inside, yeah. and I mean. He finds the gap, and good luck stopping him if he's going full steam ahead. So he's he's somebody maybe you want to match up your yeah. one of your better defenders against and make sure he doesn't get loose. Um, you know, and I understand sometimes you know a cheeky offload that he wraps around on is one thing, but he I think I'm, there's at least one that I remember he ran a really hard. I think it was a really hard unders line, and yeah, just cut through him. I was like, <laughs> you're funny if you think you're going to yeah. stop that. <laughs> So it was he. He had himself a stormer. Um, certainly putting himself on a plane to Australia. I don't see why not. Mm. You know, he and Karevi very well could be their their one two center partnership. Granted, those are two very similar players, but uh, I have a hard time finding a place. Oh, I guess maybe you could see like Hodger Hegarty on the outside. That would probably be the only thing that I could think of. Yeah, but you know, but, those two those two definitely need to be on the plane, even if they're just interchangeable guys. Yes, you know, they're just they're too good. So yeah, Br- Brumbies take care of business twenty two ten over the Bulls, and Bulls are in trouble because the the leaders in the South Africa Conference did win this week. So, and the second leaders in the South Africa Conference yep. won this week so as well. More, yeah. So they got overtaken. Yep. So um, yeah, Bulls need to Bulls need to rock up and strap up for three weeks here. Uh, Rebels and Sunwolves. Whew, my God, there was an there was a small earthquake in this game. There was a small <laughs> earthquake in this game. I shit you oh, not. Oh, really? Yes. There, I shit you not. I was like, is the field moving? <laughs> and they said it. I was like, yep, it's moving. And they, they, they were just so nonchalant about it. Like, eh, nothing <laughs> new. I was like, wow. These things happen. Okay. That's why I don't want to live in Japan. Yeah. That and it's so freaking hot. I was watching these guys and they're like trying to retreat to the shade on the sideline. And I'm like, yeah, that's way too warm. I'll pass. And okay. I know we were just bitching about the cold. There's another level that I don't want to get to, though. It's the other side of the spectrum. Yeah, they were way on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah. No, thank you. I'll pass. You can always um, put more clothes on. Yeah, that's true. You can't take any off. <laughs> no. Well, once you're, to a certain point. <laughs> once you're down to your skibbies, you're done. That's yeah. it. That's all you got. <laughs> there ain't no more. Um, but in other news, there was a game. Uh, Marika Kurabetti turned on, turned on his, uh, his happy life and just tore these guys apart. Was running, just seemed to be running through him at will. Uh, Will Guinea did have to come off this game because Amanaki Mafi ran him over, mm. but it wasn't that. It was, I think it was um, one of the Sunwolves players that was retreat that was trying to chase down Mafi to support, just happened to catch Guinea while he was laying on the floor with his knee, shin oh. area. I was like, ow. And I, there was no intent. Like yeah. you could see, the guy's definitely just, he's got eyes for Mafi only. There's no way it's intentful. But Mafi felt bad because he thought it was him, and Mafi used to play for these guys. So yeah. he's just like, "Dude, my bad. <laughs> Are you okay?" He's like, "Uh huh, uh huh." I was yeah, like, I'm "All right, you're done. For a while. You're done." Yeah. Uh, I mean, they were already just smashing these guys at that point. So yeah. they're just like, "Yeah, let's yeah, just let's, let's, let's get go. him. All. We need him later this year." Yes, you do. Yeah. So Rebels take care of business, fifty-two to seven. Bring the bonus point home, which was a huge thing for them because they need to obviously keep pace with the Brumbies. Certainly. Until they get one more matchup with them, and mm-hmm. that'll basically—I think that's going to basically decide the the Australian well, conference. Well, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it'll come, come down yeah. to. 
there's that much difference between them now and and the Taz. Right. So the Brumbies and Rebels are both at you know Brumbies 34 points, Rebels 33, the Taz are at 26. Now the Taz could get themselves back into it. I, but we can't really. I, I struggle to to see them. How, yeah. Finding a way. Don't think it's gonna happen. It could happen. Could. But it's good. Basically, it's between the the Brumbies and the Rebels. Right. Agreed. Um, Crusaders and Blues. You know, looking at the score, you don't know it, but I thought the Blues had this. I thought I thought the Blues had this. So at halftime, I was thinking to myself, this is one of those typical matches where, and you see it from the Crusaders a lot, and, and teams like them where it's close mm-hmm. at half, but you're like, it's it's not going to be this close. Like they're just going to the Crusaders are either biding their time or they're they're probing the blues defense and now they, the now they found it and they're gonna put um they're gonna put like 50 up in the second <laughs> half that's what i thought it was was gonna happen uh didn't happen that way no blues blues defense rocked up yeah they played some and I mean, they were the crusaders scored six points after halftime yeah the so they, they were good they, and yeah. they were camped in their own end for a long damn time they too were. well there was some at some point the stat was like Crusaders, five minutes and 23 seconds in opponents, 22. Blues, 23 seconds. Right. I was like, damn, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't not seem good. right. Especially for as close as the score was. Although the the, the the odd part of that was that the most time of, of any of the, the match play in any zone was in the Crusaders and uh, the Crusaders defensive end of the field just outside the 22. Mm-hmm. So it was between the Crusaders 22 and, and midfield was where the most action had happened. I mean, the, Really, the majority of it, though, yeah. was in the Blues' end of the field. Yeah, they were they were kind but of camping like, there. There's so much there. There was that much time played in that that spot. I didn't really mm-hmm. remember because all I remembered was the, the Crusaders deep in the Blues' end. Yeah, just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Um, I thought he isn't getting a lot of starts. I thought Scott Crafton had a really really shit match for for the Blues. There's their second road mm-hmm. not named uh, Tweet Below too. He he seemed to just be getting it wrong left and right and. That's probably the reason that he doesn't get a lot of starts. Right. Honestly, I, uh, I I remember just shaking my head very often and being like, "Oh, it's, it's Grafton again." So uh, maybe he needs to go back into the into the recycle pile. Yeah, you know. Uh, but that, but but that Moonga try though that was called back <sighs> looked amazing. Yeah, it looked like a fantastic try, and then they sh- they showed like the first clip of the replay is him like ten meters in front of the yeah. kick. Yeah, I was like, like mm, that ain't ah, gonna it's work. Coming back. <laughs> That's not gonna work. Uh, the Burnt Hall try was very nice though. A little chip chase. Yeah, Ryan Crotty dished. It was very good. It was. It was. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Ryan Crotty's kind of good too. He's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I I I mean, I would. I'd say I'd feel proud if I was a Blues fan, but at the same time, like they blew some opportunities. Like they, when whenever they would get inside the Crusaders twenty-two, I'm thinking, all right, you got to go for corner or you got to get something here. You have to get points. Um, not Harry Plummer's best kicking day. Not Oteri mm-hmm. Black's best best kicking day. So it it, it really hurt them. Mm-hmm. It really did. If they had a slightly better, um, honestly, if they had a slightly better ten, I think they win this. Because I don't think Plummer that's, or Black's that's been been great. Yeah. Um. I you know not the and they have some good pieces. We know and we know the pieces that they have. Uh. I don't think any of them stood out too heavily. Uh. Rico Yuani with the try eventually, but yeah. No, I thought I thought that you know somebody driving that bus a little bit better in a little bit better of a direction might have helped them out. Yeah, I agree. So, 
So Crusaders stay on top. 1911, uh, I'm, I think it's confirmed at this point that unless they really shit the bed in the next three weeks, the road to the Super Rugby Championship is going to go through Canterbury. End of story. Yeah, I don't think there's any other way. No. It's going to be, nah, not happening. Um, Taz and Chacuares. Um, yeah, where Taz aren't very good. <laughs> um, they had a, Curtis Rona had a very nice looking try. I will say that. Dude runs hard lines. Mm-hmm. Dude runs some really hard lines, and I, I like the way he goes about it. There was a point, though, that really just baffled me, and I think it was, it was before the, it was before the the uh, the Jaguars got uh, got out of reach, and it was still within the last ten minutes. And the Waratahs had just run their best back play. It was funny the commentary just called it They're like run your best back play and see if you can get out. They basically had to go the distance, and they did a damn good job of getting getting a break. And I'm thinking I'm watching Fo- Bernard Foley run, and I'm thinking give it, give it, give it. Held onto it, mm. tackled, and they eventually turned it over. I was like, fuck all. Yeah. What's wrong with you? You're supposed to be Australia's fly half. Come on, man. You got to give that. I think he's I think he's faster than Quade Cooper, so that's probably the one up on him. But man, you got to give that. Yeah. You got to like. I think it was Rona actually on the corner, mm. and I'm like, dude, you got to give that. Give it, give it. I understand. I understand, dude. You have nothing to lose. Right. Don't freaking eat that ball. <laughs> you know, you have a corner. You you've gotten the corner, and I know the Jaguars are usually pretty good about defense and playing in the lo- playing very well in the loose, but. You've gotten the corner. You've gotten the line. Now it's broken. Let's right. go. Give it to your finisher. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and, definitely. And, let it, and support him. That's it. Like you're, you know, do your job. And if yeah. your job is not finisher, if you have a finisher and he's in support right. of you, why don't you give him the ball? Yeah. Um, Phipps had a try called back correctly. The guy that had offloaded the ball to either him or the person that gave it to him was uh, ruled in touch. Ooh. And I think the referee had um, the. I think the AR had been. Knocked around or something like that by a couple players and just couldn't quite under, couldn't see it and the referee had his vision blocked but yeah. the miracle of TMO comes into play <laughs> and we get the call right because he was definitely in touch I was like that's touch uh, and when Phipps got over I'm like okay we might have something here but I wonder about that sideline incident mm-hmm. there yeah sure enough he was in touch I was like it's about that sorry I put that out in the universe yeah <laughs> so. Um, Jaguars continue to play very well. Miati plays very well for a young and he's not that old, but they have a lot, a lot of experience in that pack between guys like Creevy and Leguizamon and um Kramer. Like there and there was some comment made by I think it was Australian media about how these guys this team shouldn't be in the comp. Yeah. And I was like, shut like it's up. It's a national team. It's, shut up. Listen, you've already gotten rid of the Sunwolves incorrectly, yeah. yes. assholes. Keep this team if you know what's good for you. If you want your league to succeed, keep this team. I'm sorry that they're bending over some of the shittier teams in the universe. You know whose problem that is? The shittier teams. Yeah. <laughs> get better. Right. Get you good. Know. <laughs> you know. Sucks to suck. I yes. get it. But, and yeah. And the, the Taz... I mean, they're not they're not the worst, but I mean, there's a big gap between them and the best. So yeah. instead of whining that some other team's better than you, get better. Right. And I've noticed that the the Waratahs answer to Hannigan is to pop him into the second row because he just hasn't played well as, mm. as a back rower. You know, he should play. He's a big boy. Mm-hmm. He's a big strong guy, and he just doesn't play it play like it. So you know, and I know how. To, <laughs> 
listen, <laughs> I'm the most useless, big, strong guy you ever see in your life. Guess where they stuck me? Second row. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, I know that. <laughs> and that's, but that's what they do with big, strong guys that are just kind of dirt. You know, <laughs> you'll never be high quality international, but you can be a club, a good club professional guy. Yeah. So, you know, that's probably where Nick Cannigan's going to make his life until he figures out how to be a, a big, strong ball carrier like he should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stormers and Highlanders. This was good, and the first name on our on our score sheet here that should be noticed is, the, and they were talking about him on the broadcast. Yanchis, he was a problem, mm. and he's been, he came out of nowhere this year. He was a young young scrum half. Nobody really knew a whole lot about him, but you know the the Stormers obviously knew everything about him because they were just like, we're gonna lean on you this year, and he's been very very good for them. So. Um, if there weren't a ton of South African scrum halves out there already, I'd say he might be on the plane to Japan, but he's at least yeah, a, a part yeah. of the – I'd say there's a green shirt in his future, just not this year. Yeah. So, But I, I like the way the kid plays. He plays with a lot of fire. He plays with a lot of um, – he, def- he definitely gets this team going when they need to get going. Uh, so I, I like this the guy for, for a scrum half especially. Uh, he played very well this game, obviously. Any, any relation to the uh, other Yanchis? Thank God, no. Okay. I don't think I just, so. I, I, had... I think that's a. I think that's a. Uh, that's a fairly common name. Okay. Down there, so <laughs> no. If he is, it's like a cousin or something like that. Gotcha. It's not a. It's yeah. not a brother. I mean, it, it's not exactly like a common name over here. So no, but yeah. So he's. He played very well. He played very well. Uh, Etzebeth was supposed to play in this game and actually dropped out. Mm. He got a touch of the flu and. That was bad news. So that they dropped out. Um, I have to say, and there are people that just rave about him, and I don't get it. Marty Marty Banks for the Highlanders. They rave about him, and I don't get it. I simply don't. He's they lacked create. Like Joshuani didn't recover. Mm-hmm. He had he had he had a uh, he had some sort of bruise or contusion or whatever it was. He just didn't recover in time. And they lacked creativity. Like, Aaron Smith was the spark plug because he is. Because he is, That's yeah. what he is. That's what he does. Naholo did very well in his first game back for a while. But I, I don't know what the deal is with Marty Banks. I really don't. This is, this is everything you don't want in a fly half, and that's lacking creativity and lack, lack, lacking go forward. And they didn't, they didn't have it. I, I didn't see it. Joshuani, I would totally be like, okay, this team's got a shot even with – because they have him, they have right. a shot. And the second they didn't have him, it seemed like all, things went all to hell. Especially with Bryn Gatlin down, that didn't help. That doesn't help. No, things, it doesn't help. You know, so I, for all you Marty Banks believers, somebody explain to me what <laughs> the fuck it is you love about him because I don't see it. Yeah. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm saying I don't see what you like about him as a first rece- first receiver, first five, whatever the fuck it is. Um, yeah, there's a, but that I, th- I think that also. It seems to happen in rugby. It happens in every sport where there's mm-hmm. people who are just like, oh, this person's like the best. And then you go and you watch him and you're like, yeah. <laughs> is he? he is. <laughs> you okay. sure about that? Because personally, I mean, you know, I, 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 I fully can, you know, I'll admit Fafta Clark does some good things. Mm-hmm. But when everybody calls him like, oh, he's just a great scrum half. And I'm like, Oh, really? he's that great. He's, he's okay. He's a, he's a pain he's, in the ass. He's, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a dick to the other team. And that's what you want in a scrum half. You want, you want, you want <laughs> someone who's a little bit of an ass, got a little bit of an ass on him. Yeah, but that's definitely him. I don't see. I don't think he helps his team as much as he annoys the other team. So I think that might be a very <laughs> valid assessment on that one. Give you that one right there. So there's there. just some. There's. I think there's just some players who have that 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 hype to them that 
it's 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 not really based in anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just uh, I I feel I I want to sit there and tell you that you know he's yes he's an underrated player he's not no. I don't think he is I think he's exactly where he belongs. Um, surprise, surprise! He has another scores another try on another beautiful line again. Guy that knows how to run lines like a back, but he's mm-hmm. built like a loose forward. Yeah. <laughs> Look out, kids. Have fun. Um, yeah, so Stormers went 34 to 22. Also that. <laughs> uh, Sharks and Lions. Um, Kerwin Bosch is kind of good. He's okay. <laughs> he's definitely got that 10 shirt for himself. He uh, yeah, he, he looked like his, his countryman there, uh, Kobus Reinach. Yeah. Um, with his intercept. With the intercept, <laughs> yes. Well, he had shanked a kick earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. And no, I was, that was, uh, yeah. was later. No, it was later. Well, he, he, shanked, had... an, he shanked one earlier, too. Okay. He missed. Maybe it wasn't a sitter, but yeah. well, the he other one, shanked he, one he, earlier. He hit a, it was a, he just missed touch on a penalty. Oh, it, yeah. It, I remember that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at the dead ball line. Yeah. Well, he got lucky because dum-dum, whoever tried to field it, actually fielded it. Hit it and it went out the back or something like that or whatever. So it ended up being yeah. a scrum to the sharks. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's luck. Yeah. <laughs> what luck? <laughs> so, oopsie. Maybe don't. Maybe just let the ball go where it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but yeah, Kerwin Bosch kind of good. Sharks looking like maybe they're trying to. Fig- they're starting to figure it out. Um. You know, I if I was a Sharks fan, I'd feel pretty good about. Putting the line, the defending conference champs to the sword. Yeah. So it's it's all to play for in, in South Africa, and I'd say it's pretty much the sharks game, the sharks conference to lose at this point. One odd thing about this this match, mm-hmm. um, before the season when we we saw the 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 new jerseys, the the Marvel related jerseys. Yeah. I was all about that Lions. The the Black Panther was one that I was. Uh, I'm sorry. The, the sharks, sharks, the yeah. black panther. That was all about. I was like, that looks really cool. I want one. Right. Uh, still haven't bought one yet, but watching that game, the fucking sp- and I, I did not like the line Spider Man with the way it looked. I thought it was a little bit crowded on the front. Yeah, it definitely. But is. man, that, that's a great Spider Man outfit that they've got. Now actually watching it in a match, and the the guys who have the uh, the scrum caps and they have them. Oh red, yeah, that's so it true. Really looks like a full Spider Man. <laughs> that's outfit. true. That's true. Um, I, oh, I think it's Marv Nori that rocks the red scrum cap yeah. for the big second row for the Lions. So it was uh I I no not only you know the 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 sharks won the game but I thought the lions were best dressed <laughs> best dressed well um I mean Kerwin Bosch's try, intercept try also mm-hmm. continued to show at least or prove to me that oh Yanchi's isn't South Africa's starting ten or shouldn't no, be shouldn't be he shouldn't be can you come off the bench sure but he shouldn't be the starting ten not if, not if they want to win the World Cup right simple as that. Do you want to win the World Cup? Yes. Okay. Well, then don't have him be your starting ten because he's gonna he, he's a defensive liability, mm-hmm. and he doesn't he, he's great. Yes, he's good in attack. Um, he can distribute, and he he will take it to the line every now and again. But he just doesn't. You can't have that gap in defense if you're gonna win a World Cup. And most tens that are worth a damn uh, that are on a World Cup team can pummel you mm-hmm. just as well as like a loose forward. And so I would, for, I would, I am. For for awesome players in this match who are not named Kerwin Bosch, mm-hmm. I, there were two that that easily stood out for me. 
Um, and for anybody, I'm sure who watched this match, but uh, Mapu and and Mapu, he's he's a problem. They, uh, he he was he wants another gold shirt. Right. Every time either of them got around the ball, yeah. And Mapu's try. He's aggressive. He is extra aggressive. I will say that that dude is just he is he plays like the, his hair's on fire. The vertical on his intercept. Oh yeah. He, he, he just gets up there and plucks it out of the sky, and then he's I wish not I could even, jump that high. Right. <laughs> he jumps high. Um, catches it lands flat-footed and then just outraces everyone yeah it's it's amazing to see acceleration like that where you mm-hmm. you have it and then you are f- like when you come down and you're flat-footed you're stuck there you're kind of almost like you've yeah. almost just like make, made yourself, roots yeah. you've made roots it's like oh shit <laughs> and for a guy like us we we stand there <laughs> well, and go duck <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> or at least lower your fucking like, shoulder because you're about to get hosed right and even if you get the chance to take off you're looking behind you because someone's coming yeah someone's coming to absolutely even, melt you he'd even look he's just like yeah i'm gone yeah and i'm just stretching my legs out going for a jog and yeah and he's a he, he's a he's he's not super compact but he's not like super lanky either um mm-hmm. And he's thick. Yeah, he's a he's a thick man. So, uh, but sharks sharks do the job do the job in front of the home crowd, and they take care of business twenty seven to seventeen, and they vault themselves to the top of the South Africa conference, and they are definitely in the driver's seat for um, for a home playoff, and obviously to also win the South Africa conference and get into the playoff. Oh, good lord. Okay. And can we give a shout out real quick to because I know we we've kind of gone through the uh, the, the the professional rugby fifteens. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick shout out to um, uh, USA Rugby for their sevens program um, for uh, yeah qualifying for the World yeah. Cup and, and uh, for, for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, the Olympics. Yeah, that and one. not only that, but um, medaling in seven of nine tournaments. Yeah, this season. Amazing. That's amazing. That's, uh, those, those boys have done quite well for uh, guys that were considered underdogs at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. No. <laughs> Target's on the back, guys. Um, yeah, definitely. It's it, it, it excites me that something in USA Rugby is ticking. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's where it grows. Maybe it's, it starts in sevens and they'll uh, um, yeah. they'll expand from there. I just don't want to turn to Kenya. All right, let's uh, let's run through Pickham real quick, and we'll get the hell out of here. All right. Um, well, <laughs> one more <laughs> in the Premiership, Exeter and Saracens, and this is going to be a scorcher for many marbles. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm as as a Saracens fan, I'm happy we got here. We already have a trophy, and this is all gravy from here. But I still want to bloody win the damn game. Right. <laughs> so I am going to back the boys. Um, I am nervous because this is the exact same thing we played last year. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other game where we didn't put up the shags against them, a.k.a. the game we played at Sandy Park early in the year, we lost. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't an, a convincing loss, but it certainly wasn't a loss that I was okay with. So I am worried. Um, but obviously this is a Saracens team that's very much on a high, but so is, so is Exeter. So it's going to be a great game either way. Yeah. Um it definitely is. It's going to be one one certainly worth watching. Uh, I, I, I just, I don't. The, the Saracens are playing such amazing rugby right now. Um, this, as you said, the this the Saints. Although I, I, you know, we can talk about the Saints. We can talk about Gloucester. Um, 
they, they put up an effort. Both teams put up an effort at the beginning. It kind of just fell flat mm. towards the middle of the game and then just went south later. I, I, I just I love the way the Saracens are playing. Again, they're mixing that, really mixing in that creativity with that, um, that discipline. Mm-hmm. To me, a little bit better than Exeter does. Um, who, right. Who kind of they they do some some interesting things with the ball. They do some fun stuff. Um, I, I'm I'm not big on I, for some reason I'm not really terribly big on many centers in the Premiership. Mm-hmm. And uh, Devoto and Slade are they're 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 solid. They're very good, mm. but they're not world beaters. Um, Devoto's not. I don't think they're um, they're going to put too much. Those neither of those two, Slade more than certainly more than Devoto are going to put not too much stress on the Saracens defense other than physicality. Right. So I, I, I think it's, it's going to be close. It's not going to be a walk. Certainly not. No, um, either way. But I think Saracens uh, are the ones who are going to come away with this. Another, wi- another winner medal goes to North London. And I can only hope. <laughs> Alex Good does not take his kid off for another Basically six weeks. Basically until the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, and then let's go down under. It's squeaky bum time down here. We got three weeks to go in Super Rugby competition, and it's there's, there's a lot of do or die time going around here. Uh, Blues and Bulls. Bulls coming off a really not pretty win, uh, game mm-hmm. in uh, in Australia, so I'm I'm wondering, yeah, what their what their what their psyche is going to be like. Um, but the the Bulls need this a lot more than the Blues do. Yeah. Well, in order to keep pace, that's for sure. Right. Well, the, and the, the okay. So of the two teams, the 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 Bulls have a shot at at at, at the top of the table. Right. Um, Blues not so much. So just mm-hmm. by virtue of of the, you know, again, we don't know this. The, the the squads aren't named yet. No. So just by virtue of of desperation at this point in the season, uh, I'm going to go with the Bulls. Fair enough. Um, you know. I would take the Blues if they had a better playoff. Because <laughs> after last week, <laughs> right. they showed some they showed some cojones. Um, but I'm gonna go with the Bulls. Um, Andre Pollard's probably gonna be back, and that's that'll be enough for me to say, "Yep, mm-hmm. that's it." Uh, Rebels and Wartaz. <sighs> Neither teams played amazingly, although the Rebels just got a nice confidence boost by absolutely rinsing the mm-hmm. Sunwolves. Um, Wartaz just got beat by the Jaguars and didn't play particularly well and had a lot of blunders where they didn't need the blunders um, at key moments. I think the short version of this is that the Rebels are good and the Waratahs are not. Yep. So I'm going to go with the Yeah, and they're they're in Melbourne. Right. So that doesn't doesn't help for the Waratahs. So I will, yeah, I'm with you on the Rebels too. Uh, Sunwolves and Brumbies in Japan or in Asia at least. Yeah. Um, Depends on, I think this match depends entirely on how much you don't have how much confidence you have on the Brumbies and how much you don't have in the Sunwolves. Right. Um. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the problem. I don't have uh, I, sh- I don't have a hell of a lot of confidence in the Brumbies. Neither do I. Uh, I, I don't have any confidence in the Sunwolves. Yeah. Uh, but the sun- Sunwolves are at home, so that it, it's there's a lot of layers to this. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think you're gonna. You're not going to lose money by betting against the Sunwolves too often. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Brumbies. Okay. I think the Sunwolves are due. And 
I don't know if the heat will get to the Brumbies like it did the Rebels. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, they've had, The Summers have had a couple stinkers in a row. Tony Brown left the team to go prep for the World Cup for Japan, so he's left it. He's left his assistants in charge, so I think they're just <laughs> trying to get the bearings now. But I'm going to go with it. They're usually good for a performance now and again, and I think it's that time where it's, again, Chiefs and Crusaders. Uh, your boys at home mm-hmm. against <laughs> potentially the best team in Super Rugby. Right. Uh, I don't know what to tell you about that, dude. <laughs> uh, well, I think I'm going back to my earlier uh, short version analysis, which is the Crusaders are good and the Chiefs are not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Crusaders it is. I Even if Mwanga doesn't play, their, their backup guy's not bad either. So, uh, mm-hmm. Hunt, I think, yeah. Yeah, they'll be okay. Yeah. Reds and Chakwars. Um, One team's hot, one team's not. I'm going to go with the team that's hot. <laughs> yeah. And that would be the Jags. Yeah, I, I am going to agree with that. Yep. Oh, come on. Sharks and Hurricanes. Sharks. These, these Hurricanes the are just so flippin' unpredictable. They They're are. rested. They've tra- they, I think they traveled early, so... They'll be okay. Um, they typically don't do phenomenal in South Africa, but I am going to back my guys and go with the Hurricanes because we need this to kind of just solidify ourselves into that quarterfinal. Yeah, and I'm going to go with the Sharks. Yeah, they also they also need it. So this should actually be a fairly good game. Mm-hmm. And the Lions and the Stormers. Well, the Lions all but eliminated themselves by losing the other week. Right. This is this is the uh, the shit matchup this week. It is um, where there's. No good team. <laughs> you can't say the Lions are good and the Stormers are not, or the right. Stormers are good and the Lions are not. No, they're both bottom of the table. Uh, well, at least for South Africa. Of the other conference, yeah. Um, I'm going to flip the coin and have it land on the home squad. Okay. I will back the captain of the Springboks, Sia Khaleesi, and pick the Stormers. Granted, they're away from home, and I'm probably going to regret that, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I think your lead is safe, so. <laughs> yeah, with I mean, with three weeks to go in Super Rugby plus playoff, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. All right, so everybody make sure you check us out on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. Leave us a review. We like reviews. Even if you think that we're absolutely garbage, that's okay. Yeah. We want to we, we know what you guys think. Um, email the show. Fantasy Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. Um, we like emails. Again, even if you just want to berate us, it's okay. <laughs> we'll have our fun with it just the same. Um, listen, whether the show says one star or five stars on it doesn't give a shit to us. So right. <laughs> we're not doing this for that, I promise. Um, we just want to know what you guys think. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Right. all. Um, but other than that, enjoy the Premiership Final. If you're not watching the Premiership Final, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> even if you hate English rugby, watch the damn thing. It'll okay? be a good match. It'll, it'll be, be fine. It. Yeah, it'll be right. Uh, other than that, we will catch you guys next week. And everybody have a good weekend. Later. Later.